Hi, I'm Grayson, and I just want to talk about my mental health and my story behind it. Um, pretty much before I start, I just want to say that if you guys going through mental health issues or your friends or your family or your co-worker or a stranger you might just slightly know, always give them support, always be there with them. Give them advice to seek help. Just never give up on them. Um... So my story starts when I was four years old. Um, I heard this loud noise in the lounge and it was midnight. So I got my little chair and I stood up on top of the chair and opened the door. And I actually saw this random woman I've never met before attacking my mum and trying to get her head and slamming it on the corner of the table. Um, this, This was my trauma as a kid. And it later on affected my life, um, as well as drugs and alcohol. But before I get onto all that, I want to tell you a little bit about my background. Um, a week before I was born, no, a week after, sorry, I was born, my dad passed away from a car accident. Um, someone was drinking and decided to drive my dad home and they crashed so that had a big impact on my life but before all that um I had my dad my dad's family owned this station in a little place called Makaroa and this place is the most beautiful place you've ever seen it's in between a valley and it's got a river running right through the middle and it just it's just native birds it's it's just green it's it's a rainforest and um that's where I was going to grow up so what happened when my dad passed away my mum contacted my dad's mum and was like your son had a kid um his name's Grayson um if you want to come and see him and so my nana flew up and saw me and realised that I was Richie's son. So my nana told my mum, do you want to move down to Makaroa? And so that's when I had a massive family. I was welcomed. I was, they were all cowboys um, and cowgirls. They um, had their own arena outside the house where they would practice team roping or um, calf roping. Um, it was just a beautiful place. The farm had, um, they breed horses, so they had a lot of horses, a a few sheep, they had a shearing shed. So to get to school later down the track, I either had to go on a four-wheel drive truck across the river, if the river was low, or I'd have to jet boat to school, which was kind of cool. And I remember one Christmas, the jet boat broke down. So we had to get the horses to go across the river and put all our Christmas presents on the back of the horses and guide them through the river to get home just in time for Christmas. So that's something special that I remember. Um, yeah, Makaroa, the village was on one side and the farm was on the other. So if we ever wanted to get to the village, we'd have to jet boat or take the truck. Um, my school had 10 people and I found that comfortable, but I was still, 
I was still different from the other kids. I was really shy. Um, I was I I found it hard to trust strangers. I didn't. I didn't express myself that much. Um, I was really I was really like a closed book, and I remember after that trauma happened, a lot of people asked my mum why. Grayson's changed or why he's got quieter and uh, they just wondered like what happened to me and I just I was too young to realize that it did affect me um growing up I had nightmares I would wake up in the middle of the night just crying um they were the most intense nightmares this the nightmares happened since the trauma all the way till I was about 14 um I'd always during the day I'd freak out because I didn't want it to be nighttime because I knew that that's when I'm gonna have these intense nightmares and uh, it was just all too much especially when I was that age um so then I grew up a little bit and I headed to a college so that was a big change I was going through 10 people to about 500 people and in college, I was still shy. I was very sensitive. I would come home and I'd just start crying. And my mum didn't know what was happening. Um, I think it was just all the emotions and my trauma just mixing together. And me growing up a little bit, understanding a little bit of what's going on, but not not nailing it on the head. So my mum decided to get me counselling. I went there once and I thought, nah, this isn't me. This, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be looked as different. So I just told them nothing was wrong. Everything was fine because I didn't want to be a crazy person, especially when you're at school. You don't want to be, you don't want to be different. You, you got to be the stereotype of a popular kid and being sick is just, uh, to me, it felt like the opposite of that. Um, growing up now, I know that's not true, but in my head, it just when I was younger, that was the kind of stuff going through it. So I told my counsellor that everything was fine and I'm just, I had my bad days. So the counselling stopped, but my mental health didn't. And one day I was at home by myself and... I had suicidal thoughts that were really strong and um, I thought about taking all my mum's medication just to try kill myself and the thought was so strong that I felt like it could control me and I would actually going to do it. So I rang my mum just to hear her voice. I didn't tell her what was going on but I was just I just wanted to hear her voice so then it just calmed me down until she got home. Um, that was one... One thing I do remember that was, it was a dark day that day. It was just, that's when I thought maybe there's something is something is wrong with me. But still, I didn't want to be sick. I didn't want to be crazy. So I never told anyone. Now, when I got older, I left high school and I moved to a bigger town. And I started doing work. At work, I slowly began to 
feel I I I un I unwrap myself. I I I stood up for myself a little bit more. I was more talking to people more. Um, I was still not well, but I felt like I was a little bit better. And it wasn't until my auntie told me that I may may have had depression in my life and that I should go see a doctor. So I thought everything was okay, but I knew something was up and I thought uh, it's, it's time for me to take the reins and really sort myself out. So I did see a doctor and he prescribed me um, medication to take and just told me that we're not all meant to be happy all the time. That's just something that's impossible. But we, when you're happy, it's like someone being just feeling normal. And when you're sad, you're really sad. So you're not peaking above the level of happiness, if that kind of makes sense. You're either, you're spiked, you're going up and going straight down. And that kind of made sense because if I went to a party and I enjoyed myself, I'd have a really good time. But at the end of the party, I knew the next day I'd feel like shit. Not because of alcohol, but because all that happiness is just gone. And it was it's like it's too much happiness for me. And I just, I dive right down into depression straight after something good happened good happens like even if I was sober and I went out with my mates somewhere I knew the next day I'd feel like shit because it's just I I could tell what my body was like um so yeah so that was pretty much my teenage years and then when I got into work I started experimenting with drugs Actually, when I was in my teenage years, I was taking drugs. Um, Alcohol, I'd binge on it. We always had this thing where you had to drink as much as you can. And that never left me until now. Um, I just drink like I have to get drunk as fast as I can and as much, drink as much as I can. Um, Something that just never left me. And that wasn't good for my health. Because every time I felt sad or lonely, I'd drink. Um, every time there was a party, I'd take drugs, and that's pretty much when it come. That's when it came to taking LSD. Now I'll mention that in my next podcast, but that's when my life flipped over and everything changed, and everything, my mental health just got so much worse and my it changed my life changed my whole life and for seven years it affected me this one trip of acid so stay tuned (laughs) I don't know if I'm meant to have like music or anything in this podcast I kind of like just having it natural I don't really like um Music. I love music, but to have it in a podcast seems a bit funny. But I'll see how see how it goes because this is my first podcast, so we'll see what happens. <laughs>